Super Talk Mississippi media production. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We have the big O himself, Butch Oslett. We've talked about the family legacy, his community service, um, the legend of the big O. Um, so many stories, so much to learn from, from, from uh, Butch about inspiration, how to achieve purpose in your life. Uh, that's what this conversation has been about. Um, your brother, Freddie, recently passed away with COVID-19. Um, he was a very special member of your family. Tell me more about Freddie. Freddie was number 10 child that mom and dad had. Mom and dad had nine perfectly children, no problems. My mother was six months pregnant with Freddie. And uh, the doctor said, you need to abort him. He's going to be a vegetable. And mom and dad said, no, we don't abort kids. And so when he was born, they went to mom and dad again, and they said, you need to put him in an institution. And mom and dad said, no, God blessed us with him, and we're going to take care of him. And so my mother and dad were examples of some great things to us. Uh, Freddie, we found out Freddie could not hear. He could not speak. He was supposed to be brain dead, basically, but he wasn't. And Freddie became the biggest love of our lives. And it was to a great degree because of my mother and my dad. You see, when Freddie was five years old, my mother and dad found a school in New Orleans that they could bring him to. And so mom would go on a, on a Sunday with Freddie and be gone till Friday evening. My dad would take care of the rest of the kids with a maid and he would do that, and they did that for like four or five years. They didn't have a relationship. They gave up their life for Freddie. Then Freddie, my dad was always a big supporter of Edwin Edwards, the governor of Louisiana. And so when Edwards uh, had his first campaign function, it was at my dad's house in Louisiana. And he said, Bubba, if I can ever do anything for you, let me know. Dad never asked for anything because he wasn't the type who would ask. So Edward, Edward's phone dad one day and said, you've never asked in all these years for anything. What can I do for you? And he said, you can get me a luncheon date with the superintendent of the school of the, of the death in Louisiana, and I would like for you to be there. So dad went to lunch with the superintendent of the death school and Edwin Edwards, and at that time, we found out that deaf people could put up parts in a parts department real good without any problem. So here's a guy that just didn't have a brain, but he was the love of our life. And the, the dad and mom sent him to the deaf school in, uh, in Baton Rouge. He learned how to put parts up in a parts store. And so after Freddie got out of that school, Mom and dad basically devoted their life to Freddie living with them. And Freddie would work at the dealership here at Gulfport or in Jennings. He'd put up parts and put them in the computer. And as time went on, my mother and dad said always to us, never forget about Freddie. Freddie is so loving. Freddie was always smiling and hugging people. And Freddie knew more people than we knew. And so... Something tremendous happened when Freddie got sick. 
when Freddie got sick, and I don't even know if you know this, Ricky. When Freddie got sick, we it was a terrible blow to all of us because one of uh, the brothers and sisters stayed with Freddie for years at nighttime. And I would go over every couple of months and spend a weekend with it. When he passed, it was like we lost everything. And it killed us. But we decided we'd go ahead and line the funeral up. He's buried in a in a uh, tomb with my mother and dad. And we're going to bring him by the car dealership in Jennings and the Chevrolet dealership in Jennings. On the, the hearse would go by and all the employees could wave by to him. Little did they know, Freddie was a big LSU fan. He loved LSU. And so when they hit the main street of Jennings, thousands of people on main street, we didn't ask them to be there. They were there because of Freddie. And they were playing the LSU fight song as loud as they could play it. And they were waving with pom-poms to Freddie as he left. I never had people on main street waving to me. But my right. brother Freddie was the love of so many people. He she, he was what love was all about, and he was that love for not only our family but for so many people. Every time we put something up in the newspaper locally here in Gulfport or Biloxi about Freddie, people come to me. They said, "Oh, he was such a great guy. He always made my day. He was smiling. He was happy." That's what Freddie was all about. Freddie was about love. And we need more love in this country right now, Ricky. We need more love on this Mississippi Gulf Coast. What a gift. What a gift Freddie was. I knew I, I knew there were so many important stories about him. The story about the people in Jennings lining the streets, not surprised by that because over the years he was sort of head of customer service and honorary CEO of the dealership and he just touched so many people. What a wonderful story to end on, Butch. I can't tell unfortunately, we're out of time. I wish we could go for another hour because there's so much to learn from you. But you are an inspiration to a lot of people. And I really appreciate you you sort of telling your story and uh, and sharing, you know, sort of the genius of how to, how to be a complete person. And uh, I appreciate you telling your story, buddy. Thank you, Ricky. I appreciate you having me. It's been an honor. Uh, this has been uh, Butch Ocelot, the big O, uh, telling us his journey through life and his family legacy and his commitment to community and his commitment to God, his commitment to family. Anyway, it's been a terrific visit. Thank you so much, and we'll see you tomorrow. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.